0: Ah, uh, welcome back to another podcast on Violent Podcast Network. This is Michael Lindsay, and I am here with my good friend Chris Blowes. And when I say here with, uh, he is currently en route to my neck of the woods. You're on your way to Southern California for you know I I would joke with you that that drive sucks because I've done it a few times. And I know you've done it way more times than any other individual should have to. But this is got to be one of the the better reasons you're you're driving out this way.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not a terrible reason. I've done this drive one too many times, but it's been a while since I've done it, so uh, right now it's not not terrible, and it's a good reason to come out there. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Got about four and a half more hours left.
0: So, before you got to come out here, there was uh, some pictures that popped up when the announcement came out that um, they actually the Pro Circuit, the Monster Energy Pro Circuit squad. Uh, Brought you a bike out to Arizona to get to ride in your neck of the woods. And, uh, you know, I, you're one of those guys, I feel like everybody always knows that you're ready if need be. But at the same time, uh, I haven't seen you posting about riding. Uh, how was uh, how was the first day or two back on Supercross, uh, being on a totally different bike, uh, getting to work with those guys?
1: Yeah, you know, they came out Friday and we rode Saturday, Sunday uh, at our local track that has Supercross track at Motoland and everything was good, you know, Saturday was just getting used to the bike and getting comfortable, you know, with the, the controls and uh, just spending some laps without, you know, really any structure to it, and then Sunday, you know, we obviously put the hammer down and did some motos and um, obviously got more serious about about getting time on the bike and getting ready for Houston, so yeah, everything was going really well, and um yeah now i'm just on my way out to southern california to get more seat time and then head out before houston
0: so stepping back a little bit this entire situation coming about you know you're you're in a position now where you're not fully retired you've still been doing the world Supercross. you had a really good run in that championship of course uh over the winter also on a kawasaki for the bud racing guys um but it seemed like you're pretty you know committed to stepping away from the ama side unless the uh right opportunity came along so i mean for all the years that you've kind of grinded here uh to get an opportunity like this man should you maybe just been pickier a little earlier in your career and sat on the couch and said i might ride until the, the, the right situation arises
1: right yeah being older now I, I look back at some of my decisions like man like you know it, it, it's dirt bike racing and it's unfortunate, but. People do get hurt, and I hate to see it because I, I truly know how much hard work really goes into it, whether it's mechanics or, or team or riders. Um, and it's definitely unfortunate, but yeah, you know it was a great opportunity that came about as something that I you know I've never had a factory ride in my life in my whole career, and, and it was something that's obviously on the bucket list. And man, I just kind of stayed ready, stayed training, and stuff like that, and uh obviously got to call for mitch and and yeah we made it happen and things are good so far and hopefully we can go racing and, and you know do what i believe I, I can do and definitely want to be on the podium and but it's going to be a process and uh you know just such short notice to get on the bike and whatnot so we'll go racing and sort sort everything out afterwards
0: so I first heard your name suggested to uh, be involved with the team uh, when Austin actually initially got hurt, and uh, I know we've we've spoken uh, privately since then. So I know that that call did happen in some shape or form. Uh, when that did come about, at least your first contact with Mitch, uh, are you like almost, Did did you have his uh, name in the phone? Did you know it before you answered it? Were you uh, surprised at all?
1: Yeah, it's funny because I was I was heading up to Arena cross. Uh, that was in Prescott Valley the weekend that Oakland had to reschedule and there was a bunch of Supercross guys going to it and we were heading up, my family and I, and next thing you know, like my phone vibrates and it's like, it's Mitch Payton and answer it. He asked if I was interested. I said I was, and um, you know, he had to talk to a few other, other people, but, at the end of the day, he went a different direction, and um, and obviously Seth unfortunately got hurt as well. So I reached out to Mitch, um, and yeah, it obviously came about. Everything worked out great, and yeah. But that first time, I obviously my name was in the hat. Um, it obviously didn't work out. They went with Carson. Uh, Everything always happens for a reason. There's always a plan, plan for you. So that's what I keep
0: telling myself. Of the two situations, I know when I, I spoke to you initially when you didn't get picked, um, I know you're bummed anybody naturally would be when when you have the, the factory ride possibility in front of you and you don't get it. Like It's like, oh, man. like I, it, It's just range of emotions. No matter who you are, you would be bummed if, if you didn't get the call back and, and didn't get it. But now you've got it all worked out. Um, you do have to go racing a little earlier. If it would have been the other situation, it would have been going racing West coast, um, which, you know, there's a nice little break coming up for those guys. So Oakland could have been the start point. Uh, now you're basically having to get everything together this week and go racing, but you get to race a full championship, uh, give you, give you open choice, which would you have picked? Or are you happy to get to run the full series, even though a little less prep time, or would you rather had more prep?
1: That's a great question. You know, obviously they pick Carson and Anytime you don't get picked, like you said, it's definitely a bummer, especially when it's such a great opportunity and such a great team. Uh, But I think I I wouldn't change how things unfolded, Uh, you know, being able to race a full season on short notice is all right my book. Um, I know those guys. Obviously, I would have, if I got picked. I would have been able to go to Oakland and had a little bit more prep time and tee time and stuff like that. Uh, but obviously, less races. So no, I I wouldn't change a thing. Uh, East Coast is fine with me, and I've done it before. It's been around a long time. So you know what? I'll use my experience, my knowledge to you know to my benefit here. And you know, obviously, it's short notice and, and and yeah we'll just make the best of it and grind away and, and get some more seat time in before the before the season starts and I, you know what, i think we'll be good i felt awesome on the bike on the second day and um i think it's just going to continue to get better and better so
0: I, I would say from the the time i've been around you i know you decently well to the point that uh, it just comes down to your experience you have a great head on your shoulders um you know, I, I think some people would get this ride, and potentially, I don't want to say kill themselves, but it would be full send. Like, oh, I have to perform I have to perform, Cause especially if somebody got to fill in like this when they're younger. It's like, oh, this could make or break me. I mean, your position, it, it's the it's an amazing opportunity, but it's not going to define your career. You've you've already had a, a good full career basically at this point. So, um, you have a full season. I'm guessing, off, I would think that your headspace is not to kill yourself at round one especially with everything else that's going on you got a nice full season to build into um you are a li- you have been training you're a little fresh off the couch but you're you're also very fresh body wise to just push as each week goes on so i imagine uh the goals for this weekend are just to kind of get through it and experience it and uh build build from there
1: yeah absolutely you kind of hit the nail on the head um you know at the end of the day obviously i have my own personal goals and obviously the team is such a dynasty team they have so many championships and everything they have expectations as well and this is you're gonna laugh about this one it's my 17th year of racing professionally Um, so obviously I have a lot of experience and I'm just gonna go out there and and kill myself during practice or during the race you know obviously it's uh, it's a race in the east coast so it's Somewhat of a long series, not as long as the 450 guys, but obviously I got a good head on my shoulders. I've been doing it a long time, and I kind of know what to do. So we'll go out there, we'll do the best we can, and, and keep building each, each and every weekend. And uh, I got a good team, obviously, behind me that uh, you know continue to to push me and my results. And I got a great support system at home with the wife and the kids, and as well that are fully on board so yeah it's a it's a great opportunity i'm super happy super happy i even got the opportunity to do this and it, especially this late in my career being 35 years old uh most people can't can't say that they've raced this long let alone at the end of the career race for a factory team so that's awesome
0: so yeah, looking back on it, the the maybe most high profile teams you rode for in your career, um, your best two fifty year was back I believe two thousand and nine was uh, TLD yep. fifth overall in the in the championship. Um, but that was before TLD. That was Honda years, but that was even before they really became race winners. Um, so and it was it was a small effort. Smaller effort at the time, uh, but then since then, like, you had a good year at Harden Huntington. You were on four fifties for a little while. Went to arena cross for a while. You know, you've won in the past couple years. You've done great in arena cross. You've come back to supercross on two fifties. You won Austrian supercross title. Um, so you've you've jumped around a little bit. You've been on a lot of different equipment. Um, you've raced a, quite a few different countries during that time. However, on Saturday, you finally got to roll out on a Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki KX two fifty the thing that dreams are made of tell me what was it like
1: uh it was super exciting uh i'm i'm not one to show a lot of emotion and show like how excited i am or or nervous uh but honestly i was super excited like pulling in just to you know take the picture from social media for for the press release and just to be able to hop on a bike, you know, I've always wanted to ride one, obviously my entire career, like that's always the goal. It's like, man, get on a factory team. And obviously Mitch Payton has been around and, and his team for God forever. And they have so many championships and, you know, it's, it's, it was a dream come true. And yeah, just being able to ride, it was awesome every aspect of that bike there's not a, a stone that has, hasn't been turned over and fine-tuned and perfected and uh, with suspension chassis motors obviously uh, the ergonomics of the bike everything was was awesome and I changed a couple clickers and played with uh, some chassis stuff just a tiny bit but other than that like we we left it exactly the same and I figured it that 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 package was good enough for me and we'll, we'll find out on Saturday
0: so when you roll out on is it just again you said you're not somebody that shows a lot of motion but you know in your head are you just like giddy as can be riding laps going man this thing is so good or do, do you ever have one of those moments where you also snap and go this is what I've been racing against are you freaking kidding me
1: yeah it's I was telling this to my wife like Everything is I'm not going to say easier, right? But obviously, it's a factory bike. They put out a lot of power. They work really well. Uh, everything about them is on another level. And they have stuff that you can't get. So, so just riding, everything is I'm not going to say easier, but it takes a lot less effort to do. You don't have to be as perfect. And obviously, the things are rocket ships. So, that makes things a lot easier o- on a rider on doing obstacles, and jumps and coming out of turns and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, the things are are amazing and I I hopped on it and I ripped it down the start straight away and it just put the, the biggest smile on my face.
0: Nice. What um you got to so kind of funny one is you actually had to ride it in AZ this uh for your first test. Well, at least you got away from everything that keeps going so SoCal. I don't know what it is, but the last month, it is almost impossible to ride a supercross track here. It literally decides to rain every two or three days. Uh, got to be nice to do in the backyard. Um, Did you get, they brought, so they brought out box van, you know, bike, test bike, everything for you uh, to give you a couple days out there?
1: Yeah, yeah, they, uh, my mechanic, Jacob. And another practice mechanic. They drove out on Friday. I was able to ride Saturday and Sunday on the bike, and they, you know, obviously they brought their sprinter out. Uh, you name it, everything to try from handlebars to starting grades to you, you name it, anything to get me comfortable. So, um like I said, I mean, we I changed handlebars and a few clicker adjustments, and and that was it with the bike and man it was it was awesome i was able to practice starts and um it was super cool i'm not gonna
0: lie what was the most surprising aspect about the bike whether it's where there was a response where there was power how it took on a certain section was there something really particular on the track where you're like i can't believe it does this here
1: um obviously the bikes are really fast um they're super connected to the ground and and your throttle like when you actually twist it it's you can feel it connected to the rear wheel um but every i wouldn't say like one thing stands out but because everything it 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 does really well um i was surprised on like how far they revved out and it just would keep pulling because some bikes would, you know, they may fall on their face or they just don't have the bottom. This bike kind of just has everything and you can just let it rev out or you can short shift it and it still has power. And But no, altogether, I just think the entire package is on, on another level than anything I've I've been on. So, yeah, it's super exciting.
0: So looking ahead at the season, you know, I I believe your best score in two hundred and fifty Supercross has been a fourth and a couple fifth places. So again, you have won an Aussie title. You've done really good in Arena Cross, got wins there, but you've never quite got on the podium uh, in U.S. Supercross. In the back of your mind, is that is that then? Do you think that's is that the end goal for you? And do you think it's uh, achievable?
1: Uh, yeah, that is the end goal, um, and I do believe it's achie- achievable. I believe I can do it. I've been close many times in the past, and uh, I feel like my speed is there, and I feel like if I have an opportunity to do that, the time is now, being on this bike and this team. and uh, So yeah, no, I definitely believe in myself, and I believe I can do it, so we just got to make it happen.
0: So looking at, at social media, I know you've been around the for a long time. I think from the industry side, other riders, I've seen people beyond stoked for you. Uh, same as myself here, just really, really happy to see you finally get this opportunity. Again, you've been around a while, but you've never – it comes back to one or two people. I saw that want to go, Oh, why didn't this guy get it or That guy get it blows has had opportunities. You've never had this opportunity. Um, so I, uh, that is absolutely awesome to see a uh, very weird situation though. Fill in rides sometimes come along where it's like, yeah, you know, a, a younger guy or guy hasn't had that. That's younger career that hasn't had the shot. Oh, well, if they get it, it could go somewhere. I think, you know, it's semi realistically Mitch probably has his plans going forward. This, this is likely just a fill in for the season. Um, so for you, where you're at in your career, I just put in the, like kind of thinking of everything on the board. Um, it seems like this is probably the best, almost the best time you could have got it. I hate to say that. Like it would have been cool if you got this earlier in your career, but I think you're, you're well enough and confident in yourself. You have all your racing experience. You kind of know what the situation is. Um, and again, kind of something I said earlier is I, I would feel like if you were younger, like there might be more pressure to, Oh, this is what, this is my one shot to like step from this. I mean, Again, I I don't think it it would be unrealistic to say you may do this series and we may not see you race AMA next year. If I'm if I'm being really honest, so with all that, there's no pressure, no nothing. You can just go out and do exactly what you you know how to do without really anything else weighing on you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You you said it best. Like maybe if I got this opportunity before when I was younger. You know, who knows what would have happened, but obviously I've been around a long time. I've raced, raced professionally for a long time. Like I said, it's my 17th year of racing professionally. I've raced, you know, obviously arena cross over here, cross over here uh, in the 250 and 450 class, an Aussie championship. You know, I've kind of, I did the world Supercross stuff. So obviously I have a lot of experience under my belt and, um, but no pressure besides what I expect of myself, and um, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to it. And I think that's a big part too. Is I don't I don't have any outside pressure on me, you know, to to perform because I am at the end, more towards the end of my career, and you know, it's like like I said earlier, being 35 to get an opportunity like this, it's it's something that a lot of people can't say that they have got, you know, so it's awesome. And just looking forward to it and being able to see what I can do.
0: Well, I hope, I hope for your sake that you're able to absorb it and really make genuine memories off this. Cause I know like it's something a lot of guys don't think about is sometimes, you know, Stress can can put you in a place where you don't remember a lot. We actually uh, did a podcast that's coming out um, soon that we did recently with Ricky Carmichael, and it was really interesting listening to him talk about certain years of his career where he remembers everything, and then years where there was a lot of stress. How like thin the memory is just because. And he kind of talked about it. he's like, man, I just felt like these years there was so much going on that I, I never processed it, I never really um, accepted it. So hopefully in this case you know I'm, I'm sure people will probably tell you this a lot like enjoy it absorb it um hopefully again with with where you're at in your career you can having your also being able to have your son at, uh, at the races i'm sure will be uh really cool to, uh, even though he's still pretty young to get to see you do it uh do it at the top level again on uh, on really good equipment
1: yeah it's awesome it's uh it's something that i definitely cherish more towards later in my career and getting older it's is it having these experiences whether it's a factory team or you're just going to a new city or whatever it is a, a good finish just I, I've learned to cherish those kind of moments a lot more and I wish I would have done more more of that when I was younger so, but it is what it is you have to uh, live and learn and have that experience to kind of get to this point where you do cherish it this much and Obviously, I get to share that with my family, my two kids, and hopefully they can, at least my oldest one can, somewhat remember it when he's older. If not, there'll be a bunch of pictures about it.
0: One I mentioned earlier, and I hate I kind of rambled on, and I don't mean to put words in your mouth. So I, I want to hear where you're at with it. It's hard to predict the future, but you know, you do this season. Say so you meet your goal, whatever. If you just perform well. Um, across the board, if you get done with all this, like would you be bummed if if you do this and that's the end? If there's not really another, if you want to go racing, you could, but I think even like how your mindset was this year, you were only going to go racing if the opportunity really made sense. So if this is the last opportunity that, that checks that box, are you cool with that?
1: Oh, 100%. It's obviously you said it, and like what I told you. You know, even previously, it's like, man, if I get the right opportunity, absolutely, I'm 100% in. Uh, um, and then afterwards, I can, I can, you know, hang up the boots or, or do whatever it is I'm going to do and be happy with what I've done. So, yeah, just getting this opportunity is definitely, I don't, that's, it just it completes everything. It's kind of just come full circle with, and, and getting this opportunity this late in the game. And at, at my age, cause obviously I, I race a lot of young, younger kids now. So, um, it's just awesome. And yeah. If, if I don't race next year, I'm 100% happy with, with everything. And can ride off into the sunset.
0: Well, there's one valuable lesson to take from all this. Zombies never die.
1: <laughs> That's right. Zombies never die. I've seen uh, Matt, this is tweet. I was dying laughing.
0: Well, I was laughing because when we were talking, I think Friday, that was like, quote because I said something like, oh, when we do this interview, I'm like, can I put the, the title as fa- uh, finally factory or something? And you were like, no, no, zombies, zombies never die. <laughs> Well, congrats on it, Chris. Uh, very. I'm. There's a lot of storylines going into East Coast, uh, but I'm sure there'll be a lot of a lot of focus on on this one as well. And hopefully, uh, we have a lot of reason to keep talking about during the season again. Uh, just very cool to see. Um, there's a lot of times I think where you know it would either be a default of no fill-ins or just pick some some young kid or somebody that's a uh, associated closer with the brand. So uh, to see the opportunity come up, I know again, some people kind of question who gets or not, but uh, I think it's a, a really good choice. Again, you got all the experience and it. it's finally time to, to put all that to use.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Just uh, very thankful for the opportunity that Mitch just given me and all the personal good race team. It's, it's been awesome and something I'll cherish, you know, for the rest of my life. And uh, hopefully we can do what I believe we can do. And, yeah, I guess we'll find out here soon. And looking forward to the this whole.